you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Hey guys, let's talk about ads. We've been approached a lot recently to run ads for these podcasts, and we really could if we wanted to, but we really don't want to. We just want to get you what you need and get you on with with your day. With that said, podcasts generally grow by word of mouth. So if you know anyone that could use or benefit from listening to the show that would really improve their life, improve their health as a result of listening to it, it would be awesome. If you could just message this to them or share this episode on your social media, it would mean the world to me. We love you guys. We love doing this for you. You guys are the best. Now let's get to the show. Yo, yo, we are back. Confidently Flawed Podcast with Brooke, myself, and we brought back Julie for another episode. Coach Julie, and here's the thing, Brooke. We did a whole episode with Julie, who's our newest team member here at Raw. She is our challenge accountability coach, uh, kind of our onboarding coach, right? All those that are coming in looking to get some awesome results, make a transformation in their life. Julie is the friendly face that they get to work with and get some extra accountability and support for their health and fitness goals and get some amazing results. But here's the thing. We didn't actually truly introduce Julie. So here's what we want to do today is we want to give you guys an opportunity to sit in and, and learn a little bit about our challenge coach, Julie, here. And, you know, what brought her into fitness? What what are some of her, you know, best health and fitness tips? And, and just get to know a little bit more of our newest member here um, at Raw Fitness. And Julie... We appreciate you coming back on with us. I'm so excited. I love it here. I love you guys both. It's great. I'm very flattered to be asked to be a part of this podcast. Absolutely. We thought it was a, a great fit for that. And I, I know, Brooke, you, you've you known Julie longer than I have. Um, I actually reached out to Brooke about Julie when I first met her to get get the deets on her. Get the deets, yeah. Yep. She worked with my husband back in the powerhouse gym days. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So fun. I think you're a great fit for here at Raw. I know when Danny had texted me, I was, you know, I remember telling my husband, I was like, oh my gosh, she's just like such a perfect fit for them. It'll be great. So awesome. welcome to the Raw team. Thank you so much. I appreciate that a lot. I didn't tell her I did that, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> I think now. you told me you did talked I? to Joe, not Brooke. I think you might have mentioned that like uh, our second meeting and yeah. I was like, Joe. <laughs> I'm sure that went fine then. <laughs> you know, but it, yeah, I was like, we're homies. It's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Julie, so you're in the health and fitness field. You're you're all about it. You live it. You breathe it. You talk about it. You help people with it. What got you into health and fitness originally? So I don't know how far back you want me to go, but to be perfectly honest, um, my parents had two girls, and I was the boy girl. Um, so I think that going into just my childhood, I was always the one, you know, outside kicking the ball around, playing catch with all the boys in the neighborhood. Um, and that just is how I started to just love like being outside and being active. It kind of took me away from everything else and just let me just be a kid and have fun. Like in the, in the most, I don't know. I mean, just like the most pure raw ways, you know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, I did the whole sports through school, loved that very much. Um, 
you know, I had my kids and then I started going back to the gym to lift weights and audit, like fell in love with it right away. And, um, I'm very inter inwardly competitive with myself. So I didn't necessarily ever really struggle finding the motivation. I had it within myself. Um, and you know, that, that journey in that time took me to a lot of really fun places. I, you yeah. know, with just competing in different things, um, triathlons, I did figure shows and it just kind of propelled me, um, to really want to be out there helping people learn about, you know, ways to better their health and, you know, being a mom, you know, that was obviously something that was very important to me always, but I also wanted, you know, my kids to not only eat the good, healthy things, but have a role model that, you know, like let's be active, you know, we're not going to watch the TV and, and, you know, be at, I mean, it wasn't really, I guess, a computer thing when my kids were little, um, but yeah, so that, that really just kicked it off for me. And, um, someone that I was working with that was coaching me on just posing and things for my shows. Um, I, I, I guess I made a depression cause he immediately after, you know, wanted to onboard me into that. So got my certification and started coaching, you know, figure girls. Um, I've had fitness experience with, you know, my youngest client was 10 years old. My oldest client was a 94 year old woman. Um, so I've gotten a lot of, I've gotten a lot of, I feel like, um, self-worth in doing that for people, um, which propels me to be the best person that I can possibly be because I'm absolutely someone that is never going to lie and tell you to do something that I wouldn't consider a good choice for myself as well. So that's, I mean, that's really kind of like who I am inside as a person about fitness and where I started from. Is that, is that fair to say then? Like, is that a big driver for like why you love helping others with their transformation and, and fitness and things like that? Oh, I think it was something that evolved. Actually. I think that I fell so in love with it that I really just could look around me and see people that, you know, might need help and like befriend them. And um, I think I'm just a really nurturing person, like to cook for people and to like, just be a really big, like family unit. I, I extend that into every part of my life, whether it's with my family or my kids, friends, families, or, or whatever else. So, um, I think, like I said, that the determination that I have to be competitive also translates into me, I guess, I don't know how to say it, but it's almost like. I want to be the best I can be. And I know you can be the best you can be. So I'm going to compete with myself to motivate you to be the best person you can be, I guess, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. It I does. Mean, what, I love that. What types of things are you like, if you're working with a client, like what types of, like, say they're just starting out, right? Like what are, what are things to like motivate them? Like you're motivating yourself and through them, like what are some things that you're telling that person as they're getting started in their journey and things like that to kind of find that motivation themselves and yeah. get down the same path. Um, I think that for me, my approach with any age person that I've ever worked with is to encourage them to be consistent, obviously. Um, 
I, I just, I feel like being honest and being like, it's going to be hard some days, you know, you can't just be this like Sally Sunshine trainer all the time. Like you have to understand that people are going to have their struggles. They're going to have their days. Just keep going one day at a time, one hour at a time. If that day, you know what, you tank your workout and you leave and you feel dissatisfied, go home, regroup, have a protein shake and go for a walk and have grace with yourself. Um, I don't know that that is necessarily the best approach for all the genres of, of fitness um, within like competition and things like that. But in my experience, people really appreciate the honesty and also that that nurturing aspect of it has always done me well. It's always made me feel like people were drawn to me because of that. So it makes it easier because it's not something I really have to work at. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I think that's super impactful. And I think, I think having the the balance of like grace, but also in empathy, but also like still challenging yourself yeah. and still trying to push forward in like that consistency of yes. like one foot in front of the other, one day on top of the other. And it, it really stockpiles over the, the course of months and years and, and things like that. Right. And that's, yes. that, that's what allows you to become the person that you're, most people are trying to become is, yeah. is that consistency of doing it. And that habit becomes just an internal part of who you are. And I, I mean, would you say anything different or would you take an approach for anyone that's like struggling with their health and fitness right now, or maybe that maybe they do work out consistently or, you know, focus on their nutrition or whatever it is, but they're just like, they're stuck or they're plateauing or they're losing motivation. Like any other things that you would do as a coach or somebody in the challenge, right. That maybe you hit a plateau because those happen, right. Yeah. Like what, what are, what are some things that you're doing or recommending or you've done in the past to kind of help those people? Um, I think that you, as a good coach, really need to know the person that you're working with, how far you can kind of push them and the things that you can and can't say. Um, you know, I, I think that you, as a coach, you just have to have the knowledge to, to switch things up, you know, maybe, I mean, switch up your, your meals in your day, like what time of day you eat, what it, it could be so many different things based on that. I guess I don't have like a one size fits all answer for that. Um, but I mean, I feel like everybody that kind of starts a program that's brand new to caring about their fitness or, or, you know, looking into a meal plan or anything, they're going to have these, these stumbles and that they're all going to plateau and you just need to be able to pivot. I think the art of being able to pivot in any situation, um, were you asking like a specific, like for like a specific scenario? Not necessarily. I think, you know, I think you, you, you gave a really good coach answer, right? Like mm -hmm. I need to know who the person is, you yeah. know what I mean? Like get to know them as much as possible and what buttons to push, be more empathetic versus challenging them, you know, based on the situation. And as you said, like there's so many different situations that it could be, you know, but I guess it's just more like what approach do you generally take? Is it, is it trying to help them solve it? Is it, is it finding, you know, is there something that has worked more times than not or a certain approach that you've used when somebody's like hitting a plateau or struggling with their health and fitness in general? Um, I mean, I'm not going to give the same advice to someone that's struggling as an athlete that I'm going to give to, you know, like the 50 year old woman like me that's starting her health and fitness journey. Yeah. Um, 
you know, obviously communication is a huge, huge, huge thing. Um, and really just being honest with them. And if they need to do something different, then we can do something different. We can always do something different. That's the thing that I always like to drive home. Um, if someone is struggling with a particular exercise, that's okay. Because you know what? Not every exercise is for every body. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, it's, it's hard to, to answer that in, in like a, like what, what approach, because I, I feel like over the years I've taken many, many different approaches with, with people. But um, I think a lot of people make it really hard and you have to, a lot of people come into this and they just don't know a thing. And it's very, very overwhelming. So for people that are struggling with nutrition, I mean, you, you know, we have all talked about the benefits of dairy versus no dairy and, you know, and things like that. Um, I don't think I'm answering this the right way. I'm sorry. No, you're you're good. Good. It's you're hitting different points. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, I'm kind of jumping all around. I do. I think. About that. Well, I think. I think what you're finding though is like, what with what you're saying, it's like find simplicity. You know what I mean? Yes. If if you're whether you're an avid athlete, whether you're 50 and you're just starting out, or you're 50 and you've been doing it for 20 years, right. like find if you're at that point where you're stuck or struggling or whatever it is, find the most simplest thing that you can do. Mm-hmm to make a change or just get started and start there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like another thing that's super important um, that I've always done over the years is to really try to focus on the person finding their inner motivation for things. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really important too. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have a lot of different ideas about what that should look like versus maybe what's in their heart, you know? So, um, I think just a lot of conversations and a lot of um, I think just a lot of like verbal interaction as far as what are you doing? What is not working? Let's find something that will work. Yeah. I love and that. It's just, it's not going to look the same for everybody and that's okay. You know, I, I, I feel very empathetic towards people that um, just feel like it's so unattainable for them. Like I always try to focus on like, you don't have to be an elite athlete you can just be able to walk to your mailbox and back and not be winded. Like that's so awesome. Like just keep trying to focus on the positives for people, no matter how big or small, like make a big deal out of it. it Cause it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes walking to the mailbox is a really big deal in somebody's life. So kind of just, um, I think being empathetic and putting yourself in their shoes and, you know, knowing when to push and knowing when to give grace is, is important. And, that only comes with experience of of knowing people for a long, you know, different people over a long period of time. You just gain that experience. I love all of that. I think that in itself, you know, I'm sitting here listening to all this and just thinking of like what makes a good coach and what make, does make a good coach. And I think that that right there hits it so hard because, you know, we see a lot of people wanting support, wanting accountability, wanting help in their fitness routines. And they're going on social media and following someone who posts just a general workout or a general meal plan. And they're frustrated, like why they aren't having success. And I will always say, I truly believe in my heart and soul. That is why you need to hire a professional that will work with you one-on-one. And I think that is why raw is so special because it is so accountability by the individual driven. And, and I think that that's something so special just from hearing what you're saying, Julie, like what you can bring to the table because you're willing 
from what I'm hearing and, and your, your coaching style to, to gear how you're working with people differently. And I think that that's a wonderful answer to Danny's question in the sense of like, I don't have an answer for that. Like I don't have a style because it's all dependent on who the person is. And that in itself, I, I at least truly believe shows a good coach and show someone that's truly going to help you because it's not a one size fit all method. It's not a, you know, what's going to work for Danny is not going to work for me. Like we are different people. We're different ages. We come from different backgrounds. We are literally different genetic makeups. Like we're different. We have different whys. We have different motivations. And so understanding those things is, is how you can truly tap into helping someone be successful in their goals. Not just being like, okay, this is how you get motivated. You set your alarm at five o'clock. You have your protein shit. Like that might not work for some people. Some people might be like, um, guess what? I'm not a morning person. Like I like to work out at nighttime. So I, I, I like that response. And I, you know, you were saying I'm, you're getting stumbled on your words. And I think that it's, it's because you don't really necessarily have an answer of like how your approach is because, yeah. you know, from the sounds of it, your approach is different depending on the person. I think that's very special. Thank you. You're welcome. So I, here's the most important question, Julie. What's your favorite thing about raw so far? I love raw and I feel like in every single gym studio going into people's homes um, and training one-on-one in, in home or whatever. I love that it's a whole pie here. It's a whole pie. You get the whole thing. You get the nutrition, you get the, you know, you, you get the social aspect of it. You know, a little bit of like healthy competition with your peers is amazing. You get friendly faces that know each other when they walk in. Um, You have somebody like me, like coming in the backside and like, you know, I mean, I think I literally said to somebody today, in a message like, hi, this is me, your angel on your shoulder, whispering for you to like send me food bags. You know, um, I love it that it's everything is important. I've been in a lot of gyms. I've seen a lot of trainers. I've known a lot of people and they give you this food list and they say, um, you know, they don't, there's no real basis behind it. There's no explanation behind it. People aren't telling you the reason why we eat you know, for example, carbs earlier in the day. And, you know, instead of, you know, people think that they can have a huge carb at night. We don't need that energy. It's just things like that, where these young kids are going and they're getting certified with these, whatever certifications they're getting. And I, I mean, it's fine, but if you don't continue your education and if you don't keep trying to learn different things, it's, I think here you're, you're constantly learning from the people walking in the door. Um, I just love the whole, the whole aspect of the social, the accountability, the meal plans, um, the fun interactions that, that are, go on here, like the Rocket games, so much fun, yeah. so energetic. Nice. Like I really, 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 really love the vi- like vibes to me are really a big thing. And just, I, I mean, I came here that day literally just to watch and I, you know, ended up kind of jumping in and we kind of threw time. you in. No, like, <laughs> like, let's go. Like, no one's going to die. It's yeah. fine. We could, you know, but, um, but that's why I love it. I think that it's a very, very, very positive environment. Um, hey guys, I didn't even pay her to say that. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't, I didn't no, pay her to say that. It's true. And you can right here, right now, call any one of my friends and family and ask them what you just asked me. And yeah. they will know the answer because I have already told them. Awesome. All. <laughs> so we love hearing that. Yeah. So that's... Brooke, Brooke, did we tell you we brought the Rafa games back? 
I heard, and I'm yeah. so jealous I didn't come because I love the Rothbard game. January, you better get ready. I'm going to message you, get you in there now. All right, I'll I'll come. Well, now, Give me the date, and I'll mark my calendar. Sure a body so we can participate. Listen, I went and got a massage for my it. hip yesterday, and I'm going to tell you right it. now, I didn't sleep all night. Okay? You're, you're doing it. We'll Brooke's doing. That. Brooke did it before. Brooke and me will hold hands. We'll skip. I yeah. Yep, I I loved it. I'm I'm very like competitive CrossFit. Like I still have a lot of CrossFit in my heart, so that was just like kind of bring me back to like competitive games. Yeah. I gotta win. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was and fun. And we made the we made the scoring much easier too, which is helpful. Nice. That was a pain. Um, but so all right, end. last thing we'll finish with this. We always do the one thing, right? So if you're talking to somebody, it's your best friend, and they're struggling with their health and fitness. I know it's obviously more than one thing, but like. What is that? What is the biggest bang for their buck thing you're telling your best friend or you're, somebody's listening here in, on this episode today and they're just they're struggling with it, right? Like, what's that one thing that you would say, like, just like at least try this, right? Brooke, I'll, I'll lead it off with you. What's the one thing for you if you're talking with somebody about this? Oh gosh. Um, what see, sometimes I always know my answer for these one things. And then sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think doing it and, and getting started and just taking that leap is important. Like knowing that like you have to prioritize your health and fitness and you have to take that step and you have to just just do it. Like I feel like we've I've said that before. It's like Nike and you know, I'm not sitting here promoting Nike, but like, I think that's important. I think that sometimes we get so tripped up on how we're going to do it, or if we're going to be good at it, or if we're going to be bad at it, or if we're going to be, you know, however that may be. And just, just doing it, I think is important. And just realizing that your health and your fitness needs to be a priority and needs to be just a part of your life. And no matter how that looks for you, how you get started, I think that that would be a tip that I'd give to someone. Hopefully I answered that way. If my best friend came to me and said, I feel like I'm overweight and I feel like I, I don't feel good a lot of the times, um, the first thing that I would say is, what are you putting in your body that's holding you back? And I'm not even talking about having a snack here and there. I'm talking more about like like overall in your life, like what in your what are you eating that is in your system that is literally making your body not function at its highest level? Like, are you having you know, too many refined sugars? Are you having too much alcohol? Are you having too much of that? Really dive deep into that first. And then I would just encourage them to move more and really pay attention. You know, it's really nice and easy and fun for everybody, you know, every coach or every trainer to say, go grab a protein bar. A lot of those things are just junk. Mm -hmm. So people can, I think a lot of people really think that they're doing a really great job with all of these, you know, different um, bars and, and things like that. And it's not, they're not focusing on the quality. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I personally, I would say, I don't know what you're eating, you know, whatever, but start with hydrating a lot, flushing yourself out a lot. Look at every label, look at everything, you know, because chances are once you start to eat better and your body is hydrated and like, it's really your body inside is just thriving. That translates into moving easier, moving better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if you're not going, you know, going hog wild, 
if you feel better because your body is fueled better, you're going to move easier. So I always try to try to take that approach. You know, that's one of the first things that people are feeling sluggish or unmotivated or like they're carrying extra weight or they're bloated. You know, that's that's my first go to always. For me, I'm going to I'm going to say. You might need to hire a professional if you're not sure how to do it, but Mm -hmm. I would say just start doing some strength training. And here here's the reason why I say that is. Strength training is no matter what your goal is, should probably be the number one training modality that all of us should be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's fat loss, whether it's building muscle, whether it's gaining energy, whatever it is, all of us should be doing some level of strength training a couple of days a week. The reason I also say that as the number one thing is it's a little bit easier for people to just like, let me get a workout and then, then to just completely reformat my nutrition, for instance. And secondly, once you go in and you do a workout, you tend to make better choices after, right? So I think it leads into everything else. And, you know, it's a a win in multiple facets. So I think for me, it's, if you're going to do one thing, like just whether it's you hire a professional, whether it's come to a place like Raw that does strength training or like true strength training, I mean, too, or hire a personal trainer, whatever it is, and find the, the guided way to get some true, real good strength training in because a lot of other things will start to fall into place. And at the very least, you probably won't continue to gain weight at least, right? You'll at yeah. least like stop the bleeding. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're constantly gaining, you know, 10, 15 pounds every year, which a lot of people that come in here are doing sometimes more, you know, at least if you just start strength training a few times a week, you might not lose all the weight or anything like that. Maybe you will if you're doing it right and you start doing other things. But like at the very least, you might at least stop the bleeding. You know what I mean? Which is, yeah. I, I think, very impactful for for this. I love that. Well, Julie, welcome to the Raw team. We're so excited to have you and so excited just for what you're going to have to bring to our members. And just I, I think you're going to make a big impact here. So welcome I to the team. appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks for tuning in. If you listen to this episode, as always, we appreciate any shares, reviews, ratings that you're willing to give us that helps us just get the word out and helps um, us know that what we're doing is helping you guys. So we'll be back next week with another episode of Confidently Flawed. But until then, have a great one.